everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Persuasion by the Pint. I'm Jonathan Taylor, along with Sean McCool. Sean, today we got kind of a random flight. We're going to stay on a little bit of a topic of some uh, old Dan Kennedy stuff that we uh, yeah. we had a chance to go through this week. And we'll kind of focus a little more on that, some, some uh, ad copy, um, and we'll talk about hijacking your customer's mind. May or may not be ethical. That's for you to decide. <laughs> Uh, the way it's presented, you could go either way. Right, right. Now, in traditional, you know, Grumpy Dan style, it's like, uh, comes across rather cutthroat, but, you know, fact is, this is what, it's what a lot of people are doing. So, you may absolutely be turned off by this, um, yeah. in which case you'll need to, like, take what you can get out of it. Um, but the fact is, everything we're going to talk about Don't throw works. out the baby with the bathwater. You're going to yeah. get some good stuff in here. But we are pulling this from some, I don't know how old this course is, but it's, it's been around a while. 20, uh, no, it was, um, is it newer? This is like 2016 because it was, he references, because I was going through the audios, he references right before it was during, uh, Trump's presidential example. Yeah. Yeah, There's some Trump examples in here. Yeah. So Uh, I think it's either 2015. Yeah. Some of the stuff I've seen before. So, you know, he repackages and slices and dices all his stuff, but, Mm -hmm. and it's hard when you go through his stuff. Cause it looks like it's 400 years old with photocopies of photocopies. Yeah. You know, um, I was always surprised when I got his, you know, three ring binders and they're like, (laughs) you could barely read some of them because they're just so so photocopied. Yeah. Yeah. They're just, it looks bad and they're, they're turned sideways and yet that. Yeah. It's like somebody just slapped (laughs) them on the copy machine as fast as they could. That's right. Uh, which is probably exactly what happened. Um, (laughs) You know, but the information's there. The information's good. Charge so. $1,200 for it. So, yeah. But back, people whip absolutely. out their credit card again and again. So, absolutely. Because it works. The stuff works. Absolutely. So, yeah. if you're willing to use it, mm-hmm. and not everybody is, um, myself included, well, sometimes I'm like, I don't know. Is that, you know, so yeah. I, I totally get it. I see. I think that's the one takeaway you get is everybody has, you know, you read this stuff and you go through it and, and to their detriment. And we all say it. But my business is different, right? Right. We all yeah. use that line, which is totally bogus. I mean, it's right. we're just excuse making. I mean, because this stuff will work across the board, and Absolutely. sometimes I'm guilty of even saying that in my industry because I was like, "This my business is different because this is not going to work with engineers." Well, guess what? Yes. <laughs> engineers read some of the stuff that we're going to talk about today, and you know, it's it's crazy. So I yeah. mean, they. They, they're, they're into entertainment. I mean, people, everybody likes to be entertained, right? So, absolutely. Um, so that's what it's about. Yep. You just have to figure out what their entertainment is exactly. and what, what keeps them busy and distracted. Cause right. that's, that's really what a lot of this is. How do you keep people distracted from yeah. kind of whatever, and then tie your product to that distraction Right, is, is really what a lot of it is. So, mm-hmm. so we're going to cover some good stuff but before we get to that. We've got another Ohio yes, beverage to absolutely. talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, we're sharing the same beer once again. And today we have the good old Blue Heron from Blue Heron Brewery. Mm-hmm. The benefit of the stout. The benefit of the stout. I like so it. they do not have a picture on the on their webpage of the can. So I'll hold I'll close that and then hold up our cans. But uh yeah. Just what you would expect, a big picture of a blue heron on a can. So yeah. blue heron brewery, benefit of the stout. Not my favorite can, I have to say, of, no. of the ones we've looked at. Kind of 
kind of calm. Mm-hmm. I, I did look at their pub and uh, their brew pub looks pretty tasty. Like they may have to, I'm ever up in this part of Ohio. I have to go maybe try them out. But this is a, an Imperial American Stout, 8.1% ABV. And keg pricing says, is not available. What? No, no kegs. <laughs> It says bold American style with flavor profiles of chocolate, roast malt, and slight coffee. On the can, it says jet black in color. Benefit is an American style with notes of chocolate, roasted malt, and an ever so slight coffee finish. Yeah. So um, they're not big in uh, marketing on their website there. So No, apparently not. I mean, it's just. I guess the, the pub must be doing. Plain Jane, yeah. Most of the business. Because yep. um, they do have a brew pub that. And I went on their Instagram. It's all pictures of the restaurant. So mm. uh, look at that. They got little geodesic COVID safe domes there for you. Wow. I guess maybe, maybe that's that. just for like cold in Ohio. Because I guess it is cold up, that's up true. there. Yeah. Yeah. So. There's like little heated igloo, igloos. Yeah. But pulled pork oh, man, sandwiches. Like pork, I'm in. A little yeah, small there. Whew, man. Yeah. I'm in for that. Make me so. hungry. <laughs> Stop right, that. Well, let's well, let's take a let's take a little test um, of this. I've got mine poured. Me too. It is it is pretty darn dark. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd go jet black actually. No. It looked a little uh, looked a little I mean, lighter I, brown when yeah. I was pouring, but Yeah, I think the um like 10W40 and some of those are <laughs> definitely darker. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's we'll see. All right. Cheers. So, cheers. Mm. So when I, I don't get that much of an aroma when I start, like there's hardly any aroma to it. No. Unless I've got COVID again. You're kidding. Really? No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> it's like, I didn't even know it was a thing. I didn't even no, know. It's gone. Yeah, it existed it's, anymore. It's gone. We're back to flus now. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Oh, man, I don't know what hmm. to think. I yeah. get out my uh, my grading pen. <laughs> get some red ink today. Uh oh, I brought a sharpie this time. <laughs> Stepping uh, up my game. I'll stick to the blue ink. Um, man, Let's see one All more right. time here. You know what? I'm actually gonna. I'm actually changing mine a little bit. So I had a number down. Haven't seen yours yet, but I'm going to go. All right. I'm actually, I'm actually, you already got yours written before I say this. Now I do. Okay. So I dropped my score. I did too, by one, by a point, by like a, a decimal point. All right. So you ready? Yep. All right. Go. I was I was at a three. I dropped it to a two five. Oh wow! Look at we're pretty uh, close. I had two eight. Yeah. So my reason was it's actually fairly tasteless. It is. Like there's just not much going on at all. Not at all. It's uh, just kind of bland. I meant to go in the opposite. I don't know what I was doing, but I was at two seven. I should have gone two six, but I actually gave go. it a. I gave it an up. It was easier to finish the six and make it an eight than it was to. That's what I'm going to change it again. All right. It's a two, six. You're two, five. Yes. Two, six. Yeah. It's just, it's just kind of bland. 
Yeah, not not blah, blah, uh, blah. my favorite. It's getting some um, a little bit of a little bit of kudos for the um, you know ABVs there, but uh, man, there's just not much there. Really. No, no, uh, no notes. Pretty mm-hmm. flat tasting. So yeah, I, I sorry, get a little uh, little bit of coffee, but sorry, blue heron. Yeah, man, stick to are, pulled pork sandwiches. Not I only is your website lame. Uh, <laughs> sure. I was going to tag you on Instagram too, but no, not anymore. See, see you never, it's it. quality of your product That's matters, right. man. That's it, right. You have the world's best marketing, Brutal but if people honesty. don't want to talk about it, Brutal honesty. Good. By the way, I got to, th- I got to, I'm going to throw this up because it's been sitting in front of my desk. So I ripped this out of a magazine. Um, if this ad, so maybe they could have used this on their beer ad. It's a yogurt ad. It's pretty okay. bold. If this ad doesn't convince you to try our yogurt. Oatgurt. Uh, ogurt. I'm sorry. Ogurt. Yeah, nothing, nothing will. That looks exact. That is a classic Oatly. Ogilvy style ad. Yep. With the product in the middle with two columns, the spacing mm-hmm. around it, the big oh, yeah. uh, classic Ogilvy style right there. The problem with advertising these days, Sean, is that it's too focused on sales. For an ad like this, one to be for an ad like this, one to be considered successful, it has to first get your attention and then provide you with something so amazing. <laughs> like a set of feature like a set of features or unique selling points or a solid promise. I gotta be honest though, that headline doesn't do it for me. No, it doesn't. I mean, it, I don't think it, it would have worked for this beer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's kind of one of those ad, those type of headlines that it's too clever. Yeah, it is. You know, that's why I didn't um, think it was, I wasn't real um, fond of but it. I love the layout because I think that's a classic layout that just, it the, the layout itself really catches attention. And every time I've used an Ogilvy style ad for print, for trade journals and print ads and things like that they always do pretty well yeah but yeah that's um that's it is attention it captures your attention but to yeah. that point i mean outside of that it's kind of like i think based on that headline i would read <laughs> no the body copy uh, no so I'd, I'd move on and odkert i mean that's see i would I, if anything i would make fun of the name <laughs> remember how schlotzkis used to say yep. funny name serious sandwich yep like yeah. I would do something like that. Mm-hmm. I would do, I actually did that for a tool one time in, in the granite industry. Mm-hmm. Had this weird looking tool that was designed to get like in the corners of floors and for concrete. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, Cause the big machines can't get in the corners mm-hmm. when they do concrete floors and stuff. And I, and it had a weird name. I can't remember what it was, but I, that's what I did. I was like, you know, weird name, serious tool <laughs> as a knockoff from the Schlossky's. That's pretty good. You know, I like that. Yeah. Um, and we tried weird name, funny name, uh-huh. series tools, stuff like that, and did pretty well. Yeah. So I think it's called the Scarab or something like that. It's kind of a weird name. All right. Well, let's move into some uh, mind hijacking, mm-hmm. copywriting secret stuff. Yep. So yeah, you sent me you sent me some stuff. You said, hey, let's go through this and. Uh, we're going to focus at first on what he talks about. Well, do you, is there a way you wanted to set this up? Um, we can start with, 
because there's he's got a table of contents, but I, I want to spend some time on inventing problems, inventing okay. problems for your industry. Because I really, this was a, a big takeaway for me this week because um, it pushed me to um, look at other angles in the industries and in some of the, um, in the customers that I, oh, there you go. So this was the table of contents. If you're on the YouTubes or the Facebooks, you can see these are some of the, the, the things that the controversial type thing. So we're going to pull a couple of them. We'll start mm -hmm. with the invented problem. Mm -hmm. um, some of you are familiar with the problem agitate solve formula. This, this kind of goes a little bit beyond that mm -hmm. because where it starts with the invented problem. Yep. Um, but then there's some other things we talked about cold reading before. So we've, you know, we've, yep. we've done some of this stuff. But yeah. There's some, there's some really interesting stuff in here. Um, it's amazing. You know, you know, we talked about cold reading a few weeks ago on an episode, yeah. but it really is amazing how often it's used in copy. Yeah, it uh, really is. When you start to think, because it's like, oh yeah, you're talking my language. Well, really they're talking, <laughs> they're, they're just talking, you know, they're yeah. just writing copy that, you know, will, uh, you know, you know, tune into what you're thinking. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah, and really it's, and really, well, maybe we'll go into that because he, he offers some good examples. So if we've got mm -hmm. time. We can jump into that. Yeah. But yeah, let's let's jump to um, the invented problems. Where are they? There it is. So I thought this quote was was pretty good. So he talks about invented problems mm -hmm. and he starts off with this quote from Albert Lasker. Mm -hmm. who, oh, that's a good one. Yes. You know. There is no law that requires a problem to exist before a solution is created for it, yep. manufactured for it, and sold to cure it. Producing cures only for already existing and familiar problems reveals a stunning lack of imagination, a mm -hmm. dull mind. For those of you that are not familiar, Albert Lasker is probably one of the greatest ad people that we don't talk about <laughs> of the 20th century. Um, and in fact, he, he talks in this thing about Everybody should be reading his book. What is this? How I Sold America or something like that. Yep. Which uh, I have that book. I've listened to it on audio. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of one of those, those copywriting books that not many people talk about. Mm -hmm. um, another one that I have back here is Lester Wonderman's book, um, Being Direct, which is another great copywriting direct response book that hardly anybody talks about. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. All the there's a couple of key guys to get all the, all the glory, but there's a lot of other ones out there. Albert Lasker is one of them. So this is interesting. Cause it's like, he, this is basically saying, Hey, look, create the problem and then create a solution for the problem. Yeah. Instead of looking for a, a, a problem that already exists and creating a solution for that, like actually create your own problem mm -hmm. and you can have a, create a, you know, a product to, to do that. Yep. which is different than what we've been told, right? I mean, we've been told find a need and fill find it. Find a need, yeah, exactly, right. Not invent a need and fill it. But the fact is some of the biggest brands in the world well, did yeah. exactly this. Listerine. They invented the problem. Yeah, Listerine comes to mind. That's Originally, on the next page. Yeah, it was used as a, um, you know, for surgery, right? Yeah, that's, yeah, it was crazy. To numb, uh, and so... Now, yeah, what did they create? They created halitosis is something that was completely invented. Yeah. Um, you know, but it, it, I mean, it created a whole 
market out there from an invented problem. You know, I'm sure every, you know, people do have bad breath, but halitosis is not something that's a medical term. It was invented by marketers. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. Cause they said, you know, in the research, they, they say, he talks about in this program, he says, in the early 1900s, J.W. Lambert, a St. Louis druggist, invented Listerine as a surgical antiseptic. So basically like we would use iodine today. Yeah. Yep. And later marketed as a cure for throat infections. Mm -hmm. So almost as a drug. Yep. Sales were poor until 1922. So 22 years. They were selling it as a surgical antiseptic and then a cure for throat infections, which kind of makes sense when you taste it. Yeah. That it's more medicine than than anything else. Yep. Um, but his son and two admin convened and settled on halitosis as a polite medical way of referring to bad breath. So mm -hmm. it's basically just bad breath, which did exist. So it was a problem. Right. But the invention was giving it a scientific sounding name. Mm -hmm. And then some of the ads, I mean, you know, on, on like the gifts when you do gifts on Facebook yeah, or whatever, right. and like the savage ones yep. where it's like, Oh wow, that was savage. Mm -hmm. Like some of these ads that we're about to show for halitosis. I mean, they're savage. They are like, we're soft in our advertising today. We are. And a lot I don't of know. Cases. It's not, we just, we were talking about an ad before I'll show it. I'll hold it up. That yeah. Yeah. I mean that, <laughs> yeah, that's a great example. Um, so, um, let me just, uh, acknowledge one Here. of our listeners real quick the brush fire mind what's the good word guys the good word is invent problems like that's two words <laughs> invention i guess halitosis invention. maybe is the word halitosis here's that i mean i love this none of none of the products curing these problems came from the worlds of medicine health care or chemistry they came out of the fertile minds of advertising men and women Never yeah, under, so, underestimate the power of advertising. Yeah. So they were talking about, you know, halitosis. They're talking about athlete's foot. Athlete's was foot. was a made yeah. up term. Made up. Made up. Um, body odor. Yep. Was created. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, for a deodorant. Yep. So, and life buoy soap mm -hmm. back in the day. So, so yeah, even body odor was not an actual term. It was a term created by. Sure. Um, oh, this is one of our past guests that is on, uh, on the comments today. This is Chris Lowry. I did a ah. show with y'all about psych warfare about a year ago. Oh, sweet. Good to ah. have you back. Good to hear. Back I in the comments. I love that uh, image too. Brush fire. What is it? Uh, brush, brush fire mind. Fire mind. Nice. Love that. Sounds, um, sounds like something uh, Alex Jones would have. It's like <laughs> the brush fire mind. So we were talking before the show and some of this advertising does exist because I told you, you know, I went by, I picked up like an Inquirer and a Globe, which. Yeah. Before yes. you show that, I want to show this one for halitosis. Okay. So as right. you get that ready. I yep. mean, get rid of uh, Chris's comment. No offense, Chris. Uh, <laughs> add this back to my stream. Halitosis makes you unpopular. Actually, the, uh, right above it says in the top left, it says, don't fool yourself. Mm -hmm. yeah. Don't fool yourself. Right. Yeah, since halitosis never announces itself to the victim, you simply cannot know when you have it. And then it says halitosis makes you unpopular. I mean, that's that's like savage, man. That's like it hey, is. It's it's almost as bad. It's not quite as savage as the one you're about to show that it that you picked up this <laughs> week that is current and like actually making the rounds in the real world right, right. now. So uh, why don't you 
Why don't you mm. hold that one up? And Here we go. As not to offend anyone out there, but this is an ad. I mean, this is you know twenty. We're in what twenty twenty two. Yep. <laughs> and there are ads like this. <laughs> so Health report: Fat people are dumber. Exclamation point. Right below health report. <laughs> Yeah. So it says health report is the header for those of you that can't see it online. Yep. And then it says uh, medical news you can use or yeah. And then in shocking new, new study, study. people are dumber. <laughs> and it's got serious a research a huge, went into that. I mean, yeah, serious got a, research. Got a picture of a huge fat guy <laughs> from the neck down, basically the, the body. All right. So, and under the picture, it says, cause we got the picture, obviously stock photo, I'm sure. Um, yeah. And it says uh, under the photo, the flabby, flabby folks have slower thought processes, speed, uh, processing speed compared to more fit subjects, researchers say. Now, I'm trying to find who these researchers are, and I'm sure that it'll be buried underneath some of the... Uh, yeah, an asterisk <laughs> somewhere. But we were talking about that before the show. We're like, fat people are dumber. Yep. Like, that is brilliant mm-hmm. because... If you're not fat, it's going to go to your worldview that yes, fat people are dumber. Right. Like it. And then if you're, if you are fat, you're going to be offended by it. So you're going to want to read it. Yep. But either way, you're going to want to read it. Yep. Like you got to know, right? It's totally eye catching. I mean, it's, it stops you. It's one of those, uh, you know, headlines that'll stop you in your tracks for a lot of reasons. Cause you're thinking, what? I mean, how? That's pretty, that's pretty bold. Um, yeah. You know, in this day and age, to run something like that, uh, and the fact that it got approved, because um, I, I mean, good luck getting that, getting a Facebook ad like that approved, <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. Um, and by the way, this was um, so that was in the Globe. You went by and you because we were talking about Dan Kennedy. He always yep. talks about you know, look at what's going on in the Inquirer. Look at you know these these magazines, right? Um, Eugene Schwartz said the same thing mm-hmm. 50 years ago. Yep. You know, look at the Inquirer, look at the box office hits, look at those kind of things to see what the majority of people are actually watching and reading and, yep. and doing. So you went by and picked up a couple, mm-hmm. you know, those, yep. those tabloid type things. Right. Cause there is always good copy. Yep. And we, we looked it up and for a one page ad in the globe magazine, mm-hmm is estimated to be about $28,000 yeah. <laughs> just for the space. It's a one week publication. Right. You know, so, so it's gotta be, you gotta have some pretty good copy Yeah, and you can't just, you know, fiddle around. Like you've got to catch people's attention. If you're spending 30 grand just on the space and then, you know, probably paying that or more mm-hmm. for the copywriter, who's going to write that. So here's the, um, Here's the funny thing. Have you ever heard of McMaster University in Canada? I have not. This is where their research comes from. (laughs) Scientists from McMaster University in Canada say their research links higher levels of body fat with increased risk of cognitive decline, slower thought processing speed, and memory issues. Right? Yeah. Now, I've never heard of McMaster University. (laughs) I'm sure there's a university out there. Isn't that where you go to learn to run a McDonald's? <laughs> is that like is that like Trump University? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we're not a business. 
<laughs> well, we got one good study out of it. Um, but here's the thing. Here's a great, this is just a great example of what we're talking about because it's inventing new problems. Like for years, we've been told that fat people are more susceptible to um, heart type disease. two diabetes, heart yeah. disease, cholesterol, you know, high cholesterol, heart attacks, all of these things that are related to death. I have never, Sean, I've never seen an ad. I've never seen anything related to being dumber, right? right. And so all of a sudden, we have a new problem. New problem. New problem. A new problem. So what is, what is the uh, offer on this ad? Um, so they're promoting a... Um, uh, it looks Weight like loss it's, supplement a, of some yeah, kind? it's a supplement here. Uh, let's see here. Fat no more. They're, yeah, they're they're um, they're they're call to action is terrible on the ad though because it's buried. Uh-oh. I mean, it's buried. Oh, it's not good. Yeah, we're giving them all these props, and then they just go and let <laughs> us down like that. <laughs> but Why yeah, are you looking, uh, looking for it? Um, if you like the brush fire mind, yeah. Apparently, it's on every weekday morning on YouTube, seven thirty Eastern. I guess somewhere. But I think Chris dropped off. So here's another one: uh, nicotine vapes are bad news for kids, right? Yeah. These are these are problems, right? These are new problems that we can come up with. So yeah, it's, it's funny that uh, you know for for the longest time, cigarettes were the killer, and and so mm-hmm. we've. You know, you know, you gotten rid of cigarettes. You know, people smoke cigarettes all the time back in the you know '60s. You could see news Heck, people. Your doc, your doctor was subscribing <laughs> right. cigarettes as a stress relief right, right. back in the '40s, '50s, and you know, sure. on. So let's let's go back to the halitosis example because I think this is really yep. good stuff. I'll put mm-hmm. this back up on the screen. But here's another one for Listerine, and it says. Um, why up in the upper right corner says, why was it? He never returned. She never really knew why <laughs> he came into her life. Like some wonderful new perfume. Never before had any man awakened in her heart, the mm. ten, tingling romance that his presence seemed to bring. And yet his attention was desired to last only one short evening. <laughs> they had met and danced. He had seemed quite interested. She was a beautiful girl. And still he left her that night saying not a word about seeing her again. She never saw or heard from him and really never knew why. My friend, it was halitosis. Halitosis, man. Uh, Kill your sex life and your marriage or prospects for marriage, I guess. Yeah. Like, I mean, that is just, that's a brutal ad, but it would be like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's me. What's the one that says um, she's the uh, always a bridesmaid, but never the, never the bride or something like that? In there, one, for, um, yeah. yeah, often a bridesmaid, but now that's brutal right there. That's so sad. <laughs> yeah, it says, and here's the first line of, of the copy. So, you know, a lot of I see this when I write, when I edit people's copy all the time. Yeah, the, the first couple lines, it's like warm up copy. And I did, I do this all the time too. If I don't run it by a friend or mm-hmm. whatever, you know, I'll, I'll tend to like s- kind of slowly get into it. You don't, you got to cut that stuff out. Mm-hmm. How about this for an opening line? So the headline is often a bridesmaid, but never a bride. Mm -hmm. The opening line is Edna's case was really a pathetic one. Mm. That's bad. I mean, that's that's not (laughs) beating around the bush there. It's like, (laughs) 
Edna's case was really a pathetic one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Like every woman, her primary ambition was to marry. Right. I mean, that wouldn't fly today. No, no, because that's not the primary. Right. But most of the girls. Shouldn't be the primary. yeah, but most of the girls of her set were married or about to be, yet not one possessed more grace or charm or loveliness than she. Wow. So that's weird, right? Mm-hmm. So now we've set up this this kind of mm-hmm. what's wrong. Yep. Now we're setting up the problem. Like, Edna has this pathetic thing going on, but she's actually the, the most charming, most graceful, loveliest girl of the bunch, mm-hmm. and yet she's not married. And then you find out because she's got halitosis and she doesn't really realize it. No. Yep. How sad. Yeah. Good thing there's Listerine yep. to come to the rescue. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the Listerine, man. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, um, and I think what you said is a great point about mm-hmm. the that ad you were reading is we've heard time and time and time again about how being overweight is going to lead to heart disease. It's going to, and you'll die someday. You know, but the fact is we're... Nobody wants to be the dumb guy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but it's like, well, I made it through today. I made Mm -hmm. it through the last 20 years being fat. Yeah. So like, I don't know, maybe I'll die a little sooner, but what, five years sooner? Right. Ah, You know, like it doesn't actually compute Mm -hmm. for most of us. Yeah. Especially if you don't eat and eat. And I would say even people that don't have like maybe single, don't have a family because you, you know, sometimes that plays into it, you know. Yeah. insurance companies all the time is like, you know, what's going to happen if you, you know, you die of that heart attack or die of heart disease and you leave that family with nothing. Um, right. You know, it plays on your guilt, um, you know, as a provider. But if you're a single person, you know, you're kind of like, you know, live and let live, man. Um, you know, if it takes five years off my life, you know, I just want to enjoy life. Right. Well, let's throw this out. How about you're going to be dumber, you know? <laughs> Today. Yeah. <laughs> today. You are dumber today. Not 20 years from now, you right. might die. Yeah. You know, um, you're, yeah. So it's very, it's, that's a really powerful <laughs> angle. And that's the kind of stuff you've got to look for if yeah. you're going to invent problems mm-hmm. that your product is then going to solve. Right. And they're Absolutely. already out there. Yep. And you don't have to have a scientific thing, but you could probably find a study you know, because that's what all these companies do. They just mm-hmm. cherry pick a piece of data from a study. Absolutely. That's some fringe oh, yeah. piece of data that becomes, you know, pop culture truth when it was a very, very right. small part of the study. You know, it's like, it's like when people say, you know, hit workouts burn more calories or, you know, than long distance running. Yep. Right. Per hour, stuff like that, which is technically mm-hmm. true per minute mm-hmm. but actually if you run longer you're going to burn more calories absolutely like you just are <laughs> so, right but that caught on because it sounded easier and quicker mm-hmm. so that piece of that truth will not die you can go on any fitness thing and people will still say you know hit workouts or sprints burn more calories than yeah. endurance right. work <clears throat> and it's only kind of partly true so yep. um stuff like that you know people run with it mm-hmm. huh? No pun intended. So <laughs> I was clever. Yes. Um, so here's another example: inventing problems. So I just happened to I talked to you. I think I texted you about this. I was driving home last night. Um, I was out of town for a couple of days, driving home from Nashville. So I've got my I'm I 
got it tuned in on Sirius XM because I like to listen to uh, occasionally Tucker Carlson. Uh, so he's got a guest on his show. Let me share this. Um, can you see that? Yes. Parachuting palm-sized spiders oh. aided by cold temps are likely to invade the East Coast? Oh, my. What? <laughs> palm-sized spiders? New research from the University of Georgia. Oh, man. It's coming out right out of a UGA. Man. Uh, suggests invasive arachnids could uh, start crawling through most of the eastern seaboard of the U.S. So, so I'm like, I'm always fascinated because... Let's just face it. I mean, I tune into some of these news programs, not for news information, but it's it's a lot of entertainment value because a lot of these Absolutely. shows, these are all opinion. So this is not news. This is this is opinion pieces, and it's designed for entertainment. So he got, so on his show, uh, well, it's designed to get you to click, and it makes clickbait, right? I mean, right. it's, it's clickbait. so they can yeah. show those ads that are on the left side of the page there. Exactly, and so he's got he has two. Two local, I guess, uh, exterminators on his show, a couple of guys, and they're talking about spiders. Oh, yeah, this is going to be a big problem, you know. It's like, I mean, how much do they pay for this, you know, exactly to, uh, you know, get this get this going? Because this is like, this This is one of those invented problems. You, who thinks about parachuting palm-sized spiders invading the uh, East Coast? But if I'm, if I'm a guy and if I'm in the pest control business, you, oh yeah. You better believe that I am taking this and I'm going to run with it. Hey, this Absolutely. was on Tucker Carlson. Did you see that ad on Tucker Carlson? I'm going to play As that. seen on Tucker Carlson. <laughs> Man, you could run a postcard campaign <laughs> to any neighborhood you wanted. Bingo. And be like parachuting palm as seen on Tucker Carlson, parachuting palm sized spiders invading East Coast. Like, oh my god. I mean, even the headline. I mean, this is this is a news. This is on Fox Weather doc. Okay, this these aren't just weather. crawling spiders. These are parachuting spiders. <laughs> I mean, these are like paratroopers. Yes, <laughs> Arach- these are elite, paratrooping arachnids. These are elite arachnids <laughs> with special ops type skills that are coming to a neighborhood near you. And so they throw. Yeah, look at that. And they throw up the video, the not so creepy so man, crawlers. You could, you, I mean, could, you could pull the video, mm-hmm. put it on a landing page. Absolutely. Link to the landing page. You know whatever pest control backslash spiders yep, and have that video that's on this page on that landing page yep. and want and be like, want to keep these away from your house right. or your children book a yeah. call. Who does? I mean, you, you have kids. Yeah. I mean, the last thing you want is to get oh. bitten by a parachuting spider. So oh, it's, it's the worst. <laughs> I can't think of any, oh, man, <laughs> I mean, I'm not even scared of spiders, but I don't want them parachuting on me either. Man, that's, it's a tough world out there. It is. It is. I mean, you got, yeah, man, you got Russian dictators and you got parachuting spiders. Like, right. wow, it's a tough world. I don't know how so we you're, survive. So here's the takeaway. Your challenge, whatever industry you're in, test pest control. We just threw out, we just lobbed you uh, a beautiful grenade right there i mean you can use yeah, that if you're a, if you're a copywriter or agency owner or anything like that you should be contacting every pest control company in your area that's right and saying hey i got the best headline on earth for you Bingo. like we can get you all the all the leads you want that's right because people don't like spiders people hate spiders i hate spiders 
I am. Wait till I share that with my daughter. She <laughs> hates spiders. Like even the super tiny ones that oh, yeah. like crawl around in the bathroom. Yep. She's like freaks out. Yep. So did you, is there any of the other things you wanted to cover on the, uh, um, from the, from the PDF? You know, it's a lot of good takeaways. Um, that, that was probably the, my big one. I think yeah. you can get into, um, I mean, we could get into other topics related to, uh, you know, he talks about, we talked about, you know, Trump in the past, how he stacks, you know, repeating your message. Um, that's really good. And we might cover that maybe at a different episode. Cause that's kind yeah, of, think- that could be an episode in and of itself called, you know, stacking, um, yeah. cold reading. We kind of got into that. Um, that's kind yeah. of a separate episode too, but I really wanted to just focus on, you know, how to create, cause it, it challenged me in my industry. I'll be honest with you. And, and a big part, a big part of this is because of obviously the, um, you know, what's going on with oil prices nowadays, you know, it's, it's going up to uh, probably get up to about $200 a barrel before long. And every, you know, oil is tied to a uh, big time to the uh, chemical industry. And, yep. um, you know, so those are conversations. So it's not like that's an invented problem. I think people are aware of it, but, um, there are ways that you can create problems related to that, that you don't think about, like transportation, logistics. Did you know, you know, how this is going to trickle down because everything has a trickle down effect in your industry when there's a problem. And so yeah. it, it affects supply chains. It affects, it affects logistics, so you can start talking about logistics and saying, have you considered, um, you know, and this is one of the things that I use, um, you know, for a lot of my clients, have you considered buying in bulk to avoid the ever increasing logistic prices that are headed this way, right? Because what's happening, price of diesel is probably going to go through the roof. Guess yeah. what? Your, you know, your freight costs um, are going to go up considerably, you might want to consider well, locking that, in prices now, right? Or even if, like, if you turn that around and like the flip side of that, and you 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 make <laughs> what they're currently doing a mistake, yeah. You know why your why your standard order of chemical X mm-hmm. is a bad idea in 2022. Yep. Right. So if you usually buy, you know, however much what whatever the bulk is, mm-hmm. why that's a bad idea. Yep. And what you should be doing instead that that would be like a negative angle to take. So they're Absolutely. like, oh, yeah. you know, or the number one mistake mm-hmm. chemical buyers are making in 2022. Right. They're not buying enough because no. they need to lock in future prices. Absolutely. And buy, and buy in bulk now, even with the cost of storage, it'd yep. be cheaper, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever. So, yeah. And that would be kind of an invented problem. Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, you could invent some stuff around that. So there's, you really have to, step back a little bit and look, um, and do some research and really start freeing your mind up and, and looking at some of this old stuff. And we've talked about it all the time, looking at old copy because they do this all the time and reading stuff like this to get ideas. Mm-hmm. Cause if you're yeah. in it every day or hire a writer, hire a copywriter, cause if you're in it every day, you just don't think about it. You just, no. you're kind of just so busy putting out fires and doing things that you, you don't have the creative time mm-hmm. to do that. You know, that's why you should be going for a, a walk 
mm-hmm. every yeah. once in a while and just getting away from the phone and the email and yeah. social media and everything. And right. that's where the best ideas will come from. Absolutely. I did. I mean, it, or in the shower, like I yeah. came up with a great, get you a grease pencil for the shower door. Cause <laughs> that's where the best ideas. I come. was like, I, I came up with a brilliant idea for a, um, in my opinion, it's brilliant, uh, marketing campaign for my industry for a, it's kind of a niche market that, um, I could tackle. It's one of those things I pitched to, uh, I mentioned to uh, Ed on our last episode, uh, this morning. And so I was like, it came to me in the shower, which is, I mean, showers are great, great. Like you said, walking, taking a shower. A lot of those ideas come like, whew. I wish I did have one of those whiteboards right there that I could well, just. Well, this is, <laughs> well, like this is a, here, let me show you. This is what you need right here. I need a, a, a waterproof. Ah, perfect. So it's a scuba underwater notebook and then they make the pins that go with it so you can put this like uh, on the ledge or in the basket of your of yep. your shower yep and like here's one i think right here yep it's the pin with a little rope on it and a notebook a little pencil oh that's perfect notebook. i can hang that bad boy right there and it glows in the dark. So in the, a, oh, okay. You know, Done. Sold. A, a, show, a shower in the See, morning. See, there's a problem. We just created a problem. Yeah. Look copywriters, at you, copywriters you're missing your million-dollar idea. Business owners, you're missing your million-dollar idea when you take a shower. When you take a shower. If you don't have this one tool, that's $15 yeah, tool. For just 15 bucks. <laughs> you could run an ad in, in the Globe and yeah. probably sell this thing out. Bingo. Like a, yeah. Joseph Sugarman type ad <laughs> and just sell a crap. How many lots you could add up? Like I could imagine you could add up all the lost, uh, all the lost revenue, all the lost revenue ideas. over time from taking that one shower a day. Yes. Or for some people, two showers a day. Yeah. <laughs> or three. Um, how much, how much revenue is lost during that time when you're not thinking, when you're not, you know, writing and there you go. Yeah, your headlines, why your shower is costing you millions. <laughs> Problem solved. Stop Problem showering <laughs> or buy this or pr- yep. buy this notebook. That's right. That's right. There, you we can't just stop invented showering. a problem and we solved a problem right here. Yeah. Sean pulled You can't it up. stop showering, so do this instead. Like there's all kinds of ways you can mm-hmm. play with that, but um, but there is a solution for that if you want to buy in the shower. I could buy a thousand of those, mark them up. Um, 40%. Oh, easily. And write some copies. Sell them to the internet marketing niche. Bingo. There you Man, go. Man, they would buy it. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, some people would just go on Amazon and try to find the same thing, but yeah. <laughs> most marketers would appreciate your, what you're doing. And speaking before we wrap up, speaking of invented problems, I don't know. Have you read this book? Make them, make them believe. Yes. It's part, a good I one. think I've read part of it. Yeah. Okay. It's a good one to go back through. I recommend it to all of our listeners. Uh, how one of America's legendary rogues marketed the goat testicle solution and made millions. <laughs> Literally goat testicles. I mean, this is a guy that um, advocated for having a goat's testicle like surgically implanted <laughs> for... More virility, I guess. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so it's crazy what people buy into, but there's a problem. There's a solution. <laughs> Absolutely. And if it's a if it's a large enough problem, 
Or in this case, not well, large enough problem. <laughs> oh, where is we'll it? Where is it? <laughs> Damn, too late. Oh, um, sorry. It's all right. <laughs> it stands on its own. It didn't need a drum. That, it that did. was good it enough. Did. To, it really so. didn't. Um, uh, no, yeah, you're right, though. I mean, that's why millions of, uh, millions of dollars are spent on... Um, you know, testosterone supplements, testosterone supplements and, uh, horny uh, goat weed. pills. Yep. Exactly. All the natural, that's why all the natural supplements have horny goat weed in it. Cause that's it's right. like with a name like that, I mean, that's it's right. gotta work. Absolutely. Right. Even though that is probably one of the least effective supplements, but yep. you got to throw it in there just for the name. <laughs> like, so, all right. All right. Well, good we show. Quit. This is we fun. Quit before it uh, goes. Down you know what? We we should e rating. We should call up. You know, we did this once before, Sean. Maybe on a next up on an upcoming episode, we should call into some of these um, inquirer ads and stuff. <laughs> just a whole show where we call call inquirer call. ads. <laughs> I like it. We just qualify ourselves, man, on air yeah. on on the live podcast. That would be that fun. would be fun. Yes, we'll have to do that. All right. Put that on the docket. There you go. All right, guys. Well, it's been fun to all of our listeners. It's persuasion by the pint.com. You can find us on all of your podcast platforms, Stitcher Radio, iHeart, Spotify, you name it. Leave us five stars if you like it. Um, leave a rating. Five stars. Leave some comments. And uh, like our friend uh, Chris Lowry, you know, he likes to chime in. He likes to come in. And again, yeah. let's... Let's give his uh, show some props. What is it? Every weekday morning at 730? Yeah, the Brushfire Mind. Yeah, there you go. I don't know if that's a podcast or YouTube. I'm not sure what it is exactly. I don't remember. Um, but I'm sure if you just did a quick Google search for the Brushfire Mind, you would. Good for him. You would find it. Doing a show at 730 in the morning. Ain't, <laughs> ain't doing it. Ain't doing oh, it. Happening on my watch. <laughs> yeah, brushfiremind.com. Here, let me just throw it up real quick as we're going out. Yep. Since he was nice enough to stop by, because we're like that. Yep. Good stuff. Ah, there you uh, go. Let me get rid of the so many buttons to push. Never miss a show live every weekday, seven thirty ish. The truth should matter. There you go. Seven thirty. If it was seven thirty, mine would be very much ish, unless seven thirty. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like seven thirty ish, more like eight o'clock. Yeah, nine, eight o'clock, maybe 15. later. Who knows? Yeah, we'll see yeah. whatever whenever we start. Still doesn't say exactly where it is. I guess it, it says channel trailer, so I guess it's on the YouTube's. Yep. Yep. Yeah. yeah. YouTube's. Yep. So. There you go. He's got some. Uh, he's got some interesting content there. So counting well. down to the midterm red wave. <laughs> yeah. Well, sorry, uh, Chris. I'm not going to be getting up at 730 <laughs> to listen. I'll catch the replay. <laughs> there good you thing, go. Yeah. Good absolutely. thing they store these. But for all you like 4 a.m.ers out there, yep. add this to your morning routine. Uh, you know, I'm up at that time and I'm doing some stuff, but I'm certainly not ready to. You're Really? Yeah. Dude, I'm not. Yeah, I'm like, I have this thing that if I'm not utilizing every minute of the day <laughs> <laughs> throughout the day, why am I getting up before I am? Like, I need to get my life together from like nine to five before I need to worry about getting up at four. I don't know. Maybe that's a backwards thinking, but six thirty. I so I'm typically up at six. I'm reading. I'm I'm at, I'm having my coffee at six thirty. I'm reading. So I get yeah. I go from six thirty to about seven thirty. I'm reading yeah. like either some book, something in a book, or 
just some online stuff or whatever. For yeah, I've literally got a buddy though. He's up every day doing an Instagram video at 4.30 a.m. And he's in the gym by 5 a.m. Nope. I'm like, I'm not an and, he's so cheer- and he's so cheery then. Like he's doing these <laughs> Instagrams. He's like, hey, y'all, 4.30, time to go. I'm like, dude. Have fun. No. <laughs> Enjoy. But he goes to bed at 8.30 at night. So. Oh, okay. Wow, that explains it. See, that's the part you never hear about. <laughs> yep. That's right. Nobody, you don't. Nobody talks about what time 4 a.m.ers go to bed. Yep. Got to have that sleep. rest of the world is just it. getting started at 8 o'clock at night, yep. and they're going to bed. So. I used to do those four or five hours uh, sleep nights. I can't do that anymore. Those no, only for the young. Sorry, yeah. not that age anymore. <laughs> if you're working out hard, you just you just gotta have it. Yeah, your body needs that recovery. So, so all, all right, right, man, it's good stuff. We'll see you guys next time. I think Sean will uh, we'll we'll delve into a little bit of the um, story selling. Um, we'll okay. get in those books next week. We might have a guest on, but we uh, we're gonna tackle we. Had uh, originally planned on uh, doing some um, of the story selling series by, uh, was it Paul something? I can't remember. Smith? Paul Smith, yeah. Uh, Sell with story and then lead and, with story. He's got two right. fantastic books. Those are great. I think, honestly, I've got both of those and I think the Sell with story is better, but we'll talk yeah. about, we'll cover both of those next week. Yeah. Lead with story was more about leading a company. Yeah. But, but that was actually his first book and then he mm-hmm. kind of niched down to selling. Yep. Uh, but a lot of the same principles apply. Yeah. The common word there is story. So, not to give it away, but. Good stuff. So. Good look. Yeah. All right, guys. Have a good one. Have a great weekend, Sean. And uh, we'll yeah. see you guys next time. See ya.